Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome to An Overcoming Life. This is Bobby and Frank and Melinda. And Melinda's going to share with you the first message for the new year that we are fixing to have upon us. Amen. We're taping this a little early, so it hadn't come yet, but it's coming in. <laughs> oh, Orlando. yes. Oh, yeah. Quicker than we quicker Well, Melinda, we what did God give you to share with us? Well, uh, you know, I, I always seek the Lord on what He wants to say and what He wants to do. And, uh, you know, He gave me the title of the message before He actually gave me uh, the rest of what I needed to share with you today, and it's entitled Invisible Mask. So um, you need to listen carefully today to the message. I really feel it's important and vital. But also uh, in preparing this, when I began to sit down and seek the Lord, He gave me a word for 2022. So I want you to hear what He's given me, and I've written it down. So this is what the Lord shared with me. He said, Many are in the dark. And have no clue what I'm about to do in 2022. And it rhymed. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I'm not a poet. God, the Holy Spirit does this, not me. He said, I am bringing their plots, their plans, and evil schemes to nothing. I'm going to restore, rebuild, recover, replenish, and replant what has been stolen in 2022 and 2021. Glory. Thank you. I'm pulling out the charred stones from the rubbish and they will be used again for my glory says the Lord for I am Jehovah God who gives beauty for ashes health for sickness riches for poverty and freedom for bondage no foe can defeat me when you wear your spiritual armor and pray you will receive supernatural strength from my hand to overcome discouragement and all the pressures in life that have come against you stand still and see with your eyes as i pull off these invisible masks and the evil behind the curtain in governments around the world says the lord amen Amen. Amen. Oh, that's yes. a good word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, the Spirit of God is moving. The Spirit of God is working behind the scenes. Yes, you might not be able to see it. You might not be able to feel it, but He is moving in great and mighty ways. You know, He spoke to me about three weeks ago in one of the messages I shared with you. He said, I'm getting ready to pull back the curtain and expose the evil that has been going on. And He's going to. It will be revealed. About a week ago, I heard a prophetic voice from Elijah Bitt say the same thing. She saw the same thing that I saw about the Wizard of Oz with Toto pulling back the curtain and the evil being exposed who the wizard, real wizard was. Well, he was wearing an invisible mask. He was wearing a mask trying to be somebody who he really wasn't. And that's what God wants to talk about today, the invisible mask. For two years, 
two years during this pandemic. We have had the world, the world has been talking, debating, and rebelling over masks, over vaccines, over should we close schools, should we keep schools open, uh, uh, businesses, uh, should we close those or keep those open, food shortages, and on and on. And great fear, great fear, fear like I have never seen since becoming a Christian has been going around the world and people are, have been caught up in this, this spirit of fear. And the fear has consumed many people, including those in the body of Christ, which that should not be. Not God's people. We are not. He did not create us to be consumed by fear. It says in his word, he's not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. That's what he's given us. That's who we are if we're God's children. So this is uh, this has really, you know, caused a great division in our country and around the world. And it should not be. And especially in the body of Christ, we should not be fighting over these issues. And I just want to say personally, we need to stop judging. We need to stop being ugly and treating people uh, like they, they do have some kind of plague just because they're walking around with a mask or whether they're not wearing a mask, whether they, uh, you know, whatever it is they feel led to do, you, you need to respect people. You need to love people because you're never going to win anybody being ugly. Never. And so we just need to respect one another and honor one another. And you don't know what the person's going through. Just always remember that you never know what somebody's going through. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. So I just that's my two cents for the day. But anyway, I looked up the definition of mask. I want you to hear this. Mask are used for a covering worn over the mouth and the nose in order to reduce transmission of infectious agents or to prevent the inhalation of pollutants and other harmful substances. Now, that's the, the definition of mask in the, in the dictionary, okay, the dictionary definition of it. But we're tuning in on invisible mass today. Now, listen, the invisible mass conceals something from view. From view. Other meanings would be hide, disguise, conceal, cover, uh, obscure, cloak, or camouflage. And there are many of us, many people throughout the world that are wearing invisible masks. And really, these are worse than the masks that people are wearing to try to protect themselves if they feel the need to do that. It's worse wearing an invisible mask because you're trying to hide who you really are. You're trying to uh, uh, keep from revealing something that you don't want other people to see or know about. Amen. But, you know, as we all know, God sees it all. You can't hide from him. He sees right through these invisible masks. So the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said that that the curtain was fixing to be pulled back on evil uh, being done in our country. About two or three weeks ago, he spoke that to me. So it will be exposed and we will see with our eyes those who have worn these invisible masks because they appear on the outside. These people appear on the outside to have it all together. Sometimes they might be dressed in the finest clothes, in beautiful attire, uh, but uh, and, and but they're speaking things. Let's say they're just speaking or they're talking things that appear maybe to be the truth, but it's not the truth. They're speaking and saying things and making it seem so wonderful and that it's so good, but yet behind it are very evil schemes and plots to destroy people's lives. So this is the type of thing. There's deception, dishonesty, lies, fraud, murder, and every 
evil work going on, but it's going to be exposed. I mean, it's already been exposed. Think about some of the government officials that have already been exposed and are being pulled down right now. It's happening. This is just the beginning. It's fixing to crack wide open. And we're going to see more and more and more. I wouldn't be surprised if every day or every other day we're hearing about it. It's going to happen because God is moving. God is moving. You, you ever heard of the, the little phrase, uh, there's some people that just talk two, out of two sides of their mouth? Mm-hmm. You know, they're wearing these invisible masks out of one side of their mouth. They're speaking things and saying things when they're in the presence of maybe a certain group. But then when they get around another group of people, something else is coming out of their mouths. Something totally different that doesn't even line up with what they were saying over here. So there are people that speak out of both sides of their mouth. And so we need to be careful and we need to watch out for these for these people. Uh, Luke, I want to read a scripture in Luke 8, 8, 17. It says, For there is nothing hidden that shall not be revealed or disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. And that's from the New Living Translation. This illustrates the fact that someday every men's hearts shall be brought to light and made plain and be made plain to all. I'm telling you right now, people. It is going to happen. There is going to be a day of reckoning. You know, uh, everything that does it is not a, a faith that we're speaking. It, it, it's sin. it's sin. God says in His it's Word, it's sin. It's sin yeah. And so we need to be lined up with the Word of God and and be uh, giving an account. We're going to give an account for everything we do in this life, whether you believe that or not. You know, uh, just to get off the subject, it's not just a little bit. Uh, last night, through a series of events. Uh, I mentioned a movie called uh, "What Was the, uh, Heaven Is Real," mm-hmm. and it's a true story about this little boy who he didn't really die, but he was in surgery, and Jesus took him. He left his body, and he saw his parents there, and everything that they were doing, and he went to heaven, and he mm-hmm. saw many of his relatives, and Jesus talked to him. And I mean, it, it's a wonderful movie if you haven't watched it. But I'd seen it before, but my daughter and son-in-law and their children had never seen it. And I'm telling you, that movie had a big, big impact. My, my daughter was crying in many parts of the movie. And when it was all over, they said, this, is a, this, this was a great movie. I said, yeah, especially because it's true. true. I said, Jesus is alive. He lives. And everything that his word says is going to come to pass. From the beginning to the end of the book, from yep. Genesis to Revelation, it's going to come to pass. Because God is God, and He is real, and He lives. And you know, the beautiful, one of the most beautiful parts of that movie is at the end. The dad's on the computer, and of course the little boy's out playing in the yard, all the family's outside, and he's saying, hey, I just saw on the internet, there's a young girl that had an experience close to the experience that their their son had, and said, "Uh, this is really something, you know, and he's looking at it, and the little boy runs up. And he had just pulled up a picture. She's an artist. artist. Yes, she's painting what she has seen in heaven. Yes, she painted what she sees. Yes, and so he had just run up to the screen, and so back up just a minute. 
Before, when he would question his son about everything he had seen in heaven, he showed him one day pictures of Jesus. Pictures. He'd say, did he look like this? Did he look like this? And he kept saying, no. No, that's not him. No, he doesn't look like that. But when he walked up that day to the computer, he had the, the, the painting that this girl had painted because mm-hmm. she said she saw Jesus. Yeah. And he, he, he looked at the painting and he just pointed and he said, that's him. That's him. That's him. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it just gives you a chill box all over your body. Oh, yes. I mean, and, and, and you know, who would ever not think that Jesus would be beautiful? And he is. And it's just a, a, a magnificent picture. And so God knows what he's doing. Amen. And he's used the movie, hopefully, to win people and touch people's heart, just like it did last night. And we need to be reminded that heaven's a real place. And it's a place of beauty and splendor and wonderful things there for us. Uh, we don't die. We go on to live forever with Jesus. This, uh, you know, it says that God rejoices. He's he happy. He's happy and he welcomes us when it's our time. Amen. <laughs> so anyway, let's dwell on life. Amen. And not death. Okay. Ephesians 5 verse 11 through 16 says, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by but everything exposed by the light becomes visible. It's going to become visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. That is why it is said, "Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you." Be very careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And boy, are they ever evil right now. I've never... I've never lived in a time like this. Have you, Bobby? Have you ever? None of us have. We've never experienced evil like this before. And what does the word say? It says, as the time of Jesus' return, when the closer it gets, it says the the world will wax worse and worse. But our light will shine brighter and brighter. That's what it says. So, you know, Jesus is coming. We need to be prepared and we need to get rid of these invisible masks and quit trying to be somebody that we're not. Okay. Romans 13, 12 through 13 says the night is far spent and the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in reverie and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. This means putting on your spiritual clothing, your spiritual armor. You know, we have a spiritual clothing that we are supposed to be putting on every day, and that is found in Ephesians chapter 6. God has given us everything we need in this life to overcome and fight these spiritual battles that we're faced with and and to overcome it. He says he's made us overcomers already. More than conquerors, he tells us, more. So God is is moving and God knows what he's doing. So uh, I, I want to turn over now to Isaiah chapter 43. And I want you to listen to some of these verses in here. O Israel, don't be afraid. I'm going to say, O people of the world, O people of the United States, don't be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you go through the deep waters in great trouble, 
I will be with you. And when you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. Did you hear me? You will not drown. When you're trusting the Lord, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, your Savior, the Holy One of Israel. Amen? Amen. What a wonderful scripture. What a wonderful promise from for God and his word. We don't we don't have to be full of fear and anxiety and and and, and just trying to hide, you know, trying to hide and, and be a person that, you know, God's not pleased with. That takes a lot of energy, <laughs> you know, a lot of energy and wasted time, you know, to try to always be in uh, trying to cover up things. We just need to get rid of it and lay it down at the feet of Jesus. Amen. And then another scripture, it says, from eternity to eternity, I am God. No one can oppose what I do. Amen. No one. No one is going to stop God from fulfilling his will, his plan, his purpose for this world and for your life. No one can stop it. And then in verse 16, it says, I am the Lord who opens a way through the waters, making a path right through the sea. I call forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses to lie beneath the waves, dead, their lives snuffed out like candlesticks. You know, that army came against Moses and that army came against the children of Israel that he was leading out of Egypt, out of that desert, out of that bondage that they were in. And they, you know, when they got to that sea and they looked around with their natural eyes, Bobby, they looked around. They couldn't see a way out, could they? No. Have any of you had situations and you're looking around today saying, God, I don't even know how to get out of this. You know, I, I've been pretending to be somebody. Maybe you've never accepted him. Maybe you've never asked him to come into your heart. Maybe you're living a total, complete lie. God says, surrender to him and he will help you. He will make a way just like he did for the children of Israel. He helps us through those difficult times. He, he parted those waters. He parted those waters when there seemed to be no way when they were coming after him. And they were able to walk through all that water on dry land to the other side. And then as those uh, chariots came with those Egyptians on them and their horses to come after them, to kill them and destroy them, the waters came in upon them and drowned them all. Drowned every one of them. He says they, their lives were snuffed out like candlesticks. Their light, the light, any light was put out. All the light was gone and there was nothing but total darkness for them. Died, dead without God. That's a horrible place to be, to spend eternity without Jesus and living an eternal life with Him. No hope. It's, it's a terrible thing. You don't have to. It's your choice. You don't have to. You can rip off that invisible mask and you can come to know the Lord and live a life with Him forever and ever. Okay, another one. I, yes, I'm alone, am He who blots out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again. Isn't that something? What freedom? That is true freedom. It Isn't is. it, Bobby? It's true freedom. True, true freedom for God to forgive us for everything we've done, for all the mistakes we've made. And he says he'll never think of them again. But yet the devil tries to remind us of them and bring them up to us and say, oh, well, you know, what about this and what about that? Well, what about it? God says he never even thinks about it anymore when we truly repented and ask him to forgive us. It says, oh, remind me of the promises of forgiveness. 
Oh God, you said that you would promise to forgive me. You said that that you are, are thankful. I mean, and, and trustworthy, God, to forgive me when I come to you. That you'll forgive me of my sins. And yes, He will do it. He will do it. He says it in His Word. He says, "Remind me of my promises of forgiveness, for we must talk about your sins. Plead your case for my forgiving you." Yes, Lord. What does that really mean? That just means you just need to say, God, I'm so sorry, and be really sorry for what you've done. Not just, oh, well, I'll just pray this prayer, and, you know, everything will be okay. No, you've got to be sincere. You've got to be sincerely sorry for what you've done. And God said he'll wipe the slate clean. I want to flip over now to Isaiah, and I want to read a scripture here uh, in Isaiah, starting with verse 18. Listen to what the Lord says here. I'm going to start with 16. Oh, wash yourselves, be clean. Let me no longer see you do all these wicked things. Quit your evil ways. That's what God's saying today. Quit it, quit it, stop. Come to Him. Learn to do good. To be fair. To help the poor, the fatherless, and the widows. That's God's heart, people. That's His heart. It says, come. Again, He's saying, let's talk this over. God wants to talk to you. You know He'll speak to you. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. If you just listen, He'll speak to you. Let's talk it over, says the Lord. No matter how deep the stain of your sins. Some of you out there today that have been wearing these invisible masks and hiding your sins from God, hiding from Him. Some of you have done maybe the most terrible things imaginable, but God says He can clean, cleanse you from the deepest stain, the deepest stain of your sin. I can take it out, He says, and make you as clean as freshly fallen snow. Oh my God, just imagine that. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. Isn't that beautiful? Even if you are stained as red as crimson, I can make you white as wool. If you will only let me help you. Do you understand God wants you to let Him help you today? He wants you to let Him do it. If you will only obey, then I will help you. I will make you rich, He says. I will make you rich. Not just wealthy but in material things, but rich in body, soul, and spirit. But if you keep on turning to your backs and refusing to listen to me, you will be killed by your enemies. I, the Lord, have spoken. The devil will try to snuff your life out. Do you know that that's his goal? He wants people to die in their sins and spend eternity without God. That's what he wants. That's what he's after. And that's not God's will. That is not his will. So I want to ask you some questions. Are you putting a false front up? Are you one of those today that have this invisible mask on, uh, trying to hide who you really are? Are you pretending to be someone because someone else because you think that's cool? Something that has happened to hurt you or embarrassed you, that's why you're wearing it. You don't want anybody to know you're too ashamed. You try to act as though everything's okay, but inside you're hurting very deeply. You're hurting deep inside. Because you're in fear of something or someone, you wear this mask. You don't want people to intimidate you or hurt you, fear of the unknown, fear of what people might think of you or think might say about you. There's just many reasons people wear these invisible masks. And like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the program, these are much more 
uh, complicated. I think uh, these are much more dangerous, I would say, the types of masks than a cloth mask that people are wearing today. You know, uh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Get over it. Whether you do or you don't, just get over it. But this is much more serious, much more serious, because this is regarding your eternal salvation, where you will spend eternity, whether you'll spend it with God and Jesus in heaven. He's gone to prepare a place for you. Uh, he's built a, a, a beautiful mansion for us. It, it awaits us when it's our time to go. It's there. I mean, uh, these are the things he's prepared. And so you can choose life or you can choose death. And, uh, you know, I've, I've heard people laugh, laugh and joke about it, said, oh, well, I don't care if I go to hell. Uh, most of my friends will be there. We'll just have one big party. Oh, no. Oh, no. There won't be any parties there. You're, you're in outer darkness. You, you, you won't see people. You might hear the screams and torments of, of uh, uh, along with yourself and others being tormented. But, no, you, there's no parties there. You won't be getting together with them. You'll be alone, cut off forever from everybody. And I don't even want to think about it because it's a horrible, horrible thing. But he says, but if you keep on turning your backs and refusing, listen, to listen to me, I'm going to read again, you will be killed by your enemies. I, the Lord, have spoken. And, you know, we don't want that to happen to you today. So you don't have to continue to waste energy and time uh, trying to maintain a certain image today of who you want people to think you are. Just get real. Have you ever heard it? Just be real. You know, I used to work with someone and one of his favorite sayings was, let's fake it till we make it. You know, and he was always doing underhanded things, underhanded things. Let's fake it till we make it. And I would just think, oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. You know, this man is like, he's really far off of the right, you know, track. And he was. And he was. But he, he thought he could get away with it for a long time. And he did. But you know what? There's always a day of reckoning. There's always a day of reckoning. Because you know what? The Word says that your sin, your sin will find you out. It says it. I mean, you, you think that you're going to be free of it and you're not going to be caught at certain things, but your sin eventually will catch up with you and you will be caught or it will be made known. So uh, we see ourselves as natural human beings, but we must realize what is inside of us. It's not about us hiding who we are. It's about knowing who we are in Christ. That's the whole key. Greater, because the word tells us that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen? Amen? And you know, it's just such a freeing experience when God sets you free from your sins, the sins of guilt, and you become free and you become that new creature in Christ. I, I just remember that day, Frank, when we walked into High Point and Ryan and I, you know, he went down front and gave his heart to God and I surrendered. We both surrendered our lives to God, totally sold out. What a difference. Was everything perfect from that day on? No. No, it's never going to be all perfect. But God brought us through every situation. And he was even yeah. saying today at lunch, you know, I said, we got to think on good thoughts, good things. And he said, yeah. He said, I thank God I'm able to pay for this meal today. There was a day when I couldn't do that. I, mm. I said, yeah, there was a day we couldn't have even come to a restaurant. There was that day we lived through it. But we're not there now. Thank God. He has, yeah. he has blessed our lives because we've continued to follow Him and be obedient to His Word, and He'll do the same thing to you for you. So I just pray that you'll be set free today. I want to pray for the people today, Bobby. Okay. Lord, I just pray for everybody within the sound of my voice today. Lord, those that are hiding behind invisible masks, uh, trying to be something that they're not, 
trying to hide all these things that we discussed today. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that they'll just let down these masks. They will not be in fear. I bind fear and because fear has torment. And I pray you would set them free. I pray that you would minister your peace, your love, your joy. Father, I pray that those that don't know you would ask you to come into their heart right now. Forgive them of their sins, Father God, and that they would be born again. In the name of Jesus, I pray you'll pray that prayer today. Amen and amen. Amen, amen and amen. Oh, that was a wonderful word again, wasn't it, Frank? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, uh, time to take off the mask. Yes, amen. Right, amen. Right. And, you know, sometimes people don't realize that they're hiding behind the, right. this yeah. mask. Yes, exactly. They, they have no idea. Exactly. So I you know, pray the realization will come immediately to amen. them after amen. this message. This is Bobby. And Frank. And Melinda. And Melinda. Saying, God loves you, my friends. Yes, he does. And so do we. See you next week. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening.